It's a little exciting where the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Okay, we are back. Welcome once more on to the playgrounds. My name is Herb, and I am joined by my uh, co-host, slash friend, slash uh, sometimes bully, um, Arik. Wait, I'm what? Um, what am I? You're sometimes a bully. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever described me as a bully. You take joy in my <laughs> suffering. <laughs> Just specifically yours? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> see what I mean? Kidding, kidding. See what I mean, kidding. folks? Um, Just kidding. Do you see the Red Sox and the uh, Mariners are playing as we speak? Oh God! We won yeah. yesterday. Uh, I think two to one. And yeah. right now, a si- uh, last I checked, it was six three. You're up six five. Six five. Ooh, look out! The Mariners uh, continue to surprise. Uh-huh. But they have fallen out of first place, but only by a game. Uh, but uh, but yeah, seven and three in their last ten, still a very positive point differential. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's uh, I I don't know. It's starting to feel I'm getting sucked in, but is just what they want because then they'll yeah. Be careful because once you get sucked in, that's when it's all going to go bad. Destroy my my whole heart. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know baseball. It's a thing, especially now that basketball is over. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, we might as well talk about basketball. Well, I mean, you know, we can go back and forth. <laughs> but uh, but basketball is a thing, uh, and there's kind of like a lot to talk about, actually. There's a lot going I on. I think that's going to be a common thread. I think this will be the last atypical week um, for us, and then... I think we can go back to hitting like stories and, and things, sort of the more vintage playground rules that everyone is uh, used to. Yeah, uh, sure. Did you did you see the? Uh, have you li- okay? Hold on. Have you listened to the latest Low Post or the latest Simmons? I did not listen to today's uh, Howard Beck Low Post. Ah, oh. I'm sure it's great. I'm looking forward. Well, it to is it. great, but especially I like I want to talk about a certain topic that they talk about. You can bring it up. It's okay. Well, I will. I'm not okay. like worried. Okay. I'm going to spoil it. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, uh, they were talking on the show about um, a lot of stuff, but one of the main things they were talking about is one of the main topics, which I'm not sure how much you'll enjoy, was like, you know, there's a lot of conversation right now about sort of LeBron and his place in the in the all time yeah, rankings. His... Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm just so sick. And Simmons is like the worst offender at this, but I'm so sick of like ranking lists. It's so. Stupid, like, every single thing that happens has to be contextualized as, like, one of the N greatest things of all time. And sure. exactly where in the N and, like, exactly all this stuff. It's just so stupid. I just feel like it. it's, like, super not about basketball. But um, anyway, they were talking about, I guess the reason they were talking about this is because Howard Beck for the Bleacher Report had written a piece. Uh, I, I haven't read it yet, but apparently he, um, he went to... Uh, a bunch of people during the finals mm-hmm. and asked them what they, how they think LeBron's um, finals record affects his legacy. Okay. And uh, one of the uh, people who he talked to was Kobe Bryant. 
who had a very uh, a specific stance that he's apparently had forever, like through his whole uh, career, that, uh, that, you know, count the rings. Sure, which, you're, right. which is not a, a measure that you really respect. You're more of a... You, you, you think the rings aren't the, the full story? I do. I definitely do. But uh, one of the things that um, Howard Beck pointed out uh, was that if you're going to uh, just count the rings, uh, then there's no argument uh, Bill Russell is the greatest player of all time, right? Like, if you're not going to contextualize, if you're going to include context of any kind, like the fact that Bill Russell played in the 60s, yeah, uh, and there was only... And teams, you know, six teams or whatever it was, then you have to include context for every time. So if you're going to discount Russell because of the rings, then you and you, which means you're involving context. Then you have to involve context for everyone, and we can contextualize Kobe's five rings versus LeBron's three or whatever, whatever. Sure, sure. Uh, and that the ring making the rings argument very stupid. But the one point that they didn't mention that I really wanted that I kept like hearing in my head over and over again is I really wish someone would ask Kobe. Uh, does that mean that Robert Ory was a better basketball player than <laughs> Because Robert Ory has seven rings. Yeah. And I believe was 7-0 and in the finals. You made this point last week as well, the, the, the Horry argument. Uh, did I? You did. Wow, I don't even remember that. You sure did. Uh, um, I don't even remember doing that. Are you, you sure absolutely I did? I, I believe oh. me. I have the conversation with you, and then I listen to it. When I edit the podcast, you absolutely 100% did. Well, so there you go. But, like, I mean, the, the point is that Jordan is 6-0 and in the finals. Yeah. And Horry is 7-0 in the finals. So I guess Robert Horry is your better player. Uh, you know, just to be a Mamba's advocate here, I I think Kobe would say um, that that he's kind of referring to sort of team – Stars, you know that 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 top guy, which a lot of people would say Kobe wasn't in his and first. Three I titles. would say, count the rings. Sure, sure. It is yeah. a really boring debate. Um, I, yeah, it's super dumb. Yeah. The other thing that Simmons is doing now is like trying to like put Durant in it. Like he's got Durant on his personal like top twenty now, and he's like, I don't know why people feel the need to do this immediately. Zach Lowe is even doing the thing of like, where will. With the whole Warriors team, like where do they they fit in? You know, um, I yeah, don't know. You, the thing is, I don't care. When, about uh, sorry, go ahead. I, I'm I'm not particularly a Ken Burns fan, mm-hmm. but when he was doing the the jazz documentary, which is problematic in various ways, but is interesting, uh, he he spent a ton of time talking about things that happened a long time ago. And as it got closer to now, the segments were shorter and shorter. And the reason he gave for that was because it takes most historians will tell you. It takes time to be able to contextualize things. Sure, yeah. And to put things in their proper perspective. So even if you think that all of this ranking and, and you know, all of this nonsense is a good thing, which I still don't, mm-hmm. uh, it, you can't do it five seconds after something happens. You have to see how these things play out and how it makes sense with the perspective of distance. So that you can look back and see things that maybe at the time you wouldn't have noticed. For example, if if you were looking at basketball in 1970 and you're looking at what Bill Russell had just done, you might not think about the fact that the league was extremely non-diverse. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been as much of a. It might not. It might depending on who you are, the, the you in doing this, it might not have been a topic you were thinking about. Sure. But with time, most people now see that, right? So I just think that. 
the whole thing is really, really tedious and tiresome. And it is making it harder for me to uh, listen to some of these people because I'm just like, I don't care. Like, even even in Simmons' conversation with – oh, so Kyrie Irving is on the latest Simmons. Yeah, I listened to uh, maybe like 15 minutes of that. That's about what I've listened yeah. to. And even then he's talking about, you know, LeBron is one of the best three players ever. And like last week he said LeBron was one of the two best players ever. So what happened there? You know what I mean? He can't and make his dang lineup. <laughs> either way, there's no value. Like what am I what am I getting out of him saying that? Like what people know LeBron's great. Like I I think you know? it's I think it's just like a way for people to a guy like Bill Simmons who makes his his living uh uh, talking about basketball, he needs something to talk about, right? I mean, this is this so. is a way to fill up the airwaves. This is a way to have like a conversation, you know? Because people will listen. People love to weigh in, you know? Yeah. I mean, how many hundreds, if not thousands, of hours have been spent this year alone by various pundits trying to to definitively say LeBron James is this great and this is exactly where he stands in the pantheon of, of basketball players you know yeah it's endless yeah 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 uh that all said where do you put him really really boring <laughs> i'm just kidding where do you put him on your list Arik? <laughs> where do i wait where do i put uh lebron yeah um i think lebron is uh one of the 15 best basketball players from the 2017-2018 uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. <laughs> um. <laughs> I just don't care. It's just so stupid. It is really I just dumb. don't care. I mean, really you know, dumb. listen, it was fun. I, I like a, a pointless sports argument as, not, as much as the uh, – as much as the next person, but it, it and so I don't mind it like ex- existentially. I just think that it, it it's gotten way so serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is I think this is the worst uh, time for basketball punditry. The the post finals pre draft. This is when people are really grasping at straws. Yeah, there, there's no free agency stuff. There's no uh there's no trades, there's no nothing really crazy is happening. So we're getting a lot of this kind of like filler conversation, but it's going to get better, buddy. It is going to get better, especially when we get story. Well, I actually don't even like this Kawhi Leonard story either. I'm you're getting grumpy old man get off my lawn me today. That's I'm okay. Like, all that's of this pretty is- much all you ever are. <laughs> <laughs> it's not totally untrue. <laughs> Uh, but, but like, I mean, listen, I get it. If league sources told the, the, the told Wojnarowski or whatever, uh, that, um, Kawhi wants out, Kawhi wants out, even though the Spurs say he hasn't asked for a trade and that meeting with, um, uh, pop has not happened yet. Mm -hmm. So all of this is kind of irrelevant right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- he has to report it, right? I get that. Like, that's something people want to know, and it, it's, you know, people are going to be interested. But I just find it so, I don't know what, like, pointless at this point. Like, he's not, I mean, that we was already a knew that he wanted substantive that. Substantive <laughs> report. I, I don't know why you feel so negatively about that. I mean, I know you're, 
you don't you don't think Kawhi should leave, and you didn't think he was going to. But I mean, I, I don't think he should. Nowowski, sorry, I cannot say his name. Uh, I mean, he's just no, he's just reporting either. a story. Oh no, no, I totally get why he's reporting it. I'm not mad at him or thinking he shouldn't report it. He has to report it. Uh-huh. I'm saying I don't care that much about it. Uh-huh. I, I totally understand why it, it's a thing and why it's on the front page of ESPN. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Sure, it is. Uh, as as sort of a. Uh, it's one of those things which will either look like a really big deal in a week or it'll look like nothing, right? Depending on where this story goes. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so I guess I'm just at the point where I just don't uh, care. We're not at the point where enough, where, there's no real fire there. It's just smoke. It's still more smoke. It's smoke. It's not nothing. Like, it's definitely something. Yeah, it for sure is something. It's for sure something, but it's not fire. It's still smoke. <laughs> All right, uh, we can let you disagree with let's that. Let's let go of that. No, no, no. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Well, you think it's a bad metaphor? I, I, I think you're really committing to it in a way that is humorous to me. It makes you uncomfortable, or it's just funny. No, it's just funny. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, to me, that is all just like that's interesting because that you know, as opposed to what we were talking about before, we could, sitting here and debating like Le- LeBron's like place uh, amongst the greats. That doesn't really. That's not interesting, and it doesn't really have anything to do with what we're going to be watching next right, this year. This has to do with basketball. Yeah, Kawhi, like, what, where he goes is going to if be he goes, huge. If he leaves the team, it will dramatically reshape. I mean, I guess it's hard to remember because he was basically gone this year, too, but it, it could potentially really change the balance of, of things in the NBA next season. It really, really could, depending, depending on where on he goes. Boston is one of the teams, of course, like they are on every rumor. Oh, well, yeah, because Boston has so involved. many assets, yeah. Right. And then, but he wants to go. I'll say this though: Does it? Did it make? Um, I mean, he's from LA, uh-huh. so I give him a little bit of pass there. But like, does him wanting to go to the Lakers make you like less respect his basketball acumen <laughs> or more? Like, why would you want to go to the Lakers? And I don't even understand. Well, he, he said he wants to go to Los Angeles, and he said I think he said he prefers the Lakers, but he would even be willing to go to the Clippers. Um, yeah, it's just not going to happen because there's no. nothing that either of those. Teams, I mean, I guess the Lakers could just give them a bunch of the young players, but. Yeah. I don't know. It seems it seems pretty. Uh... Not unless LeBron says yes. I want to play with Kawhi, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I'm gonna get off my grumpy stool and just say this. Um, uh, oh man, I totally forgot what I was just gonna say. Uh, so getting off your grumpy stool. Yeah, I was gonna entertain. It's kind of an entertaining discussion. Like what, what, uh, what could he do in LA? But I don't think. Oh, I remember. I don't think the Spurs should should trade him. Well, if he's not going to – if he's – is it is it worth one year of Kawhi with the possibility that you can rehabilitate that relationship versus yeah. what you might be able to get for him? Maybe or maybe not, but it's definitely worth going till February. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, the Spurs aren't idiots. Um, yeah, they're not Cleveland. Yeah. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll definitely uh, – they'll, they'll be diligent, and I, I wouldn't imagine that we're going to see uh, – Kawhi traded like on July first. Um, yeah, no, I would hold on to him until February. Like, if you have even if you think there's any, like, even if there's even if you think there's no chance, like his value is not going to go down. Like, the only way his value goes down is if he's if the injury is worse than people. If the injury is worse and he's not playing well, in which case that's good for you to know anyway. Yeah, right. Like because maybe, but then you, know, you miss an opportunity to get max value. Yeah, but the value for someone like Kawhi is so ephemeral anyway. Like. What are you – you're not I, – I mean, I, I don't know. I Unless you think – okay, so if you think that – okay, but if you think that he's really broken like that, 
then you're kind of perpetrating a fraud in some ways. So I don't know. I think unless you think he's like completely broken and another team doesn't care, and in which case you say, okay, he's never going to play like at the level he was before again, and this other team thinks he's going to, and mm-hmm. we'll take the chance. Maybe then you do it. But unless it's that dramatic, I think you at least you have to keep him until till February. Because what about what about all the drama that was surrounding the team this year? Do they really want to go through, even if it's just a few months, you know, four months of the season? Do they really want to go through all that? I think that's again? overblown. You think it's overblown? I do. I don't think so, I think so, that man. these are professionals. I think that this... And I think that everything changes once you're back in the room with those guys. Uh-huh. Like, unless you think he's a bad dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he's... if he, It can be not overblown. If someone's just committed to making a situation toxic, uh-huh. then fine. But you know that they know this guy really well. And by all accounts, he's never been anything but a great teammate and a, a good guy, right? Like, I just feel like that's been hanging over their heads for a year well, now. Because he wasn't there. Because he wasn't there. Yeah. It's a but even if he comes scenario. back, that's still going to be a thing. And if anything, it's they're going to be under more scrutiny. I mean, they're going to be, they're literally going to get questions about it every single, uh, you know, press engagement they have, every yeah, post game, every media day. But I want him to just say, you know what, this guy's one of the top five players in the NBA. We're not just going to trade him just because he suddenly decided he doesn't want it. Like he's under contract. But there's no answer that will satisfy that. That question will still get asked. They could they could say the most articulate, specific concrete thing in the world and they're still going to get that question every day yeah they are so what so maybe just get a whole bunch of picks and a couple of good young players and just move on yeah it's not going to happen maybe it will i maybe i mean if you if you if you're getting 120 cents on the dollar then you should trade him anyway Uh right so i'm not saying there's no situation but assuming that you're going to get you know 60 70 cents on the dollar I don't know. I think you're going to get just as much as in February. Look, if it's, and if it's Kyle Kuzma and a future Lakers first, sure. That is not even There's no reason to, to pull the trigger. But if they can get, you know, there are some teams out there that can put together a decent package. Yeah, I would have to see the deal, I guess. But I don't know. We all think now that the Cavaliers should not have traded Kyrie. Sure, yeah. So why is this any different? That's a good point. Um, but... I feel like the Cavs, if the Cavs had made a better trade, I don't know that we'd, we'd be looking at it so critically. Right, but when, can, please name to me the last time that a superstar got traded and you feel like they made a good trade. Uh, when Denver traded Carmel Anthony? That's the best example, and it's the only one. And it only really works because it turned out Carmelo wasn't as good as we thought he was. What about when Minnesota traded Kevin Love? Uh did they get a better? Did they get a great deal? I mean, Wiggins is pretty up and down. Yeah, did but they get picks or anything? Do they and really also lose Kevin that Lutt much? Was nowhere near as good as Ky- as as Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that's true. I don't and know. I just, I mean, I'm not saying no trades ever work out. I'm just saying that like the, the the times I can think of like when this level of a trade happened, it's like KG going from Minnesota didn't uh-huh. really work out great for Minnesota. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know. Um, LeBron getting traded to Miami, there wasn't much they could do, but they didn't really get much back. Um, you know, the, the 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 history in the league of trading top five players, it, it doesn't typically work out well for the organization that trades them. Sure, that's true. And I'm just saying, you're going to get, assuming that he's healthy, and that is a big if, but assuming he's healthy, you're going to get just as much, if not more, value in February. Because if he comes back and, and is, looks like him again, but still wants out in February... And some team knows that they are a uh, Kawhi away from potentially contending. Uh-huh. 
and you know everything else, I think you might have a better deal for you in February. And in the meantime, you have a few months with him there every day to try to bring him back around to wherever y'all were at before that point. And don't forget, they're still sitting with a $219 million offer. So if he even gets to like neutral, that is $70 million more million than anyone else can pay him. Yeah. I, I totally see what you're saying. I'll um, tell you this. I Whatever just, the Spurs do is probably the right thing to do. Yeah. If, if things are as bad as they say they are, and if he really wants out, if it was me, and I'm not trying to argue your point, you're allowed to have your opinion, so <laughs> don't come at me. Um, <laughs> you're really on this bullying thing. I'm not bullying you. Well, you're just taking it personally that I have a different opinion than you. <laughs> it's allowed, Arik. You're a bad person. We're not skipping Shannon, okay? You're not what? Skipping Shannon. Isn't that the guy that, uh, the, the new Skip Bayless show? Oh, Shannon. Who's the Shannon? I don't remember his, I thought Skip it was Shannon something. Bayless and Skip Bayless partner, do you think that would bring it up? Yeah, if not his wife. Is it? It can't be Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, it's Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, Kawhi. Interesting. There's so many uh, interesting things that are going to be happening over the summer between Kawhi, LeBron. I was thinking of Darren Sharp. That's why I reacted that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things. Darren Sharper, the one who went to jail for 20 years. Oh, that would have been very strange. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes way... Skip Bayless and O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Like, but that makes way more sense. I didn't want anyone out there to think I had anything against Shannon Sharp. Cause, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's... But, oh, man... The other, by the way, also on this point, if Kawhi wants to leave the Spurs and they want to trade him, they're not mm-hmm. going to send him to the Lakers. Not no. unless the Lakers have the best offer. No, the, the Spurs and the Lakers no obligation have bad blood. To send him yeah. to the random ass team he wants to go to. Well, the thing is, teams will most likely only want to make the trade if they have some sort of assurance that they're going to get that that he's going to want to resign. Yeah. And and. In that sense, he can kind of control his destiny a little bit. Yeah, for sure, but they don't have to trade him, so that's the thing. I know, like, Arik. You've only said no, that no, 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 hundred times. Saying, no, I'm saying he can come to them and say, if you don't send me to the Lakers, I'm going to tell the team that I won't resign with them. Right? Yeah. And they could say to him, if you do that, we're not going to trade you. And he says, it's, cool, then you get nothing after next year. And they say, then you don't get to go where you want. Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm just saying it's a chicken. It's a game of chicken at that point. Yeah, yeah. But I think ultimately he has the real power because they've only got uh, him under contract for one more year. And if they want to get anything, they can either lose him. <clears throat> Obviously, uh, there is always the possibility that they can rehabilitate the relationship and he resigns and he stays in San Antonio for a long time. It seems like that might not be on the table. <clears throat> so then... They can just lose him and get nothing, or they can get a ton of stuff for him, and it probably still won't be as good as Kawhi because players like that are, you know, generational talents. But it's better than nothing. Yeah, I think that I maybe it's just like the curmudgeon in me, but I and I I believe in player movement in general, 
Uh-huh. I really don't believe in this, like, I'm over this. I've signed a contract and now I want out thing. So I just really wish a team would say, you know what? It might screw us over, but we're not going to do it. Sure. You I mean, teams have done that in the past. Until rarely. Kobe wanted to get traded. Yeah. And by the way, they won two championships after that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think if they if they come back in the next season and they're winning and it's a good situation, it's hard to walk away from that. That's all I'm saying. By the way, the Mariners are now winning. Oh, they're in the lead? Yeah, top of the ninth. Oh, I guess bottom of the ninth. And uh, Mariners. Well, it's in Seattle. Oh, so no, it's they bottom won. Of the ninth, it's over. They won. Yeah. Top of the ninth, three outs. So the Mariners won. Woo! Congratulations. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> this is a very combative episode of The Old Rules. Well, this you're in a mood, buddy. The show. You know what? I am actually in kind of a weird mood. I'm going to admit that. I yeah. Not a bad one. What's going on? I'm in a weird mood. I don't know. I was at dinner earlier, and my uh, my wife was just like, what is going on with you today? You're in like a very weird mood. <laughs> so <laughs> I am, I'm going to admit it's me, and uh, I just want everyone out there to know that it's not Herb, and uh, also listen to previous episodes if you want to see what our dynamic is ordinarily like but yeah apparently i'm i don't know i'm like a kind of a little scattered scattered i guess sure sure yeah well you're know. you're commuting a lot for work these days yeah you don't get to see your friends as much as you would like all i miss lot. i miss my i miss my friends we miss you too oh we had a great time yesterday by the way at the movies i really wish i could have gone yeah, yeah i just so wasn't fun. i was feeling under the weather but oh man i didn't have any way to get there so this is the thing like we need i need to get a, a better transportation system set up because, like, on days like that, I, there's, like, literally no way for me to get to you. Except for Bart. No, no. I mean, like, I can't get home early enough to take Bart to Oh, I you. see what you're saying. I see what you're like, saying. Like, I would need to come straight from work. And then I can't get there. Oh, if right, I go there, you get, I can't home get home around, like, 8.30? No, I get home around 8. Yeah. And work. the event was, like, at 8, right? Yeah. So I just had to go straight. But if I go straight, my current car will not then bring me home. Well, you missed some glorious 80s South African low-budget science fiction. I mean, it sounds it really does sound delightful, even, <laughs> even when you put it that way. Um, uh, the, how, was the, how was the live comedy? Oh, it was hilarious. It was very funny. Um, brought uh, some of our, our regulars that go to those events, and everyone seemed very entertained. And then we, I brought a few people that had never been to one of those before, and they seemed pretty entertained as well. Did they understand what they were in for? Yeah, I, I I feel like I explained it pretty well ahead of time. Um, so they they didn't they weren't like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a great time. We had a great time. Yeah. Well, that's that's delightful. I'm so happy for you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. And if you had been there, you probably would have just bullied me the whole time. So um... I'm just, I, I don't bully <laughs> you. Do I really do. I really bully you because I feel like that would make me very sad if I felt if you felt like I was bullying you all the time. Uh, not all the time, just often. Just when you, just when you need to pick yourself up. Oh, so you feel like when I'm down? Yeah, I use you. That's what bullies do. I can't tell if you're kidding or not at this point. <laughs> it's, it's upsetting. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, basketball things. Another thing we have to look forward to is the uh, Uncle True movie is released uh, coming out in like two weeks, which we're gonna go see together. Yes, we are. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. We have to do a pod about it right after it comes out when it's the hot story. Agreed. Strong agree. Yeah. Yeah. We're very, very excited. I'm like, I really expect to love it. 
I want to rapid fire a couple of prediction questions to you, and I want you to answer them just off the top of your head. I'm here for you, my man. Okay. This is just so we have something to talk about because your old man ranting bores me. <laughs> scatter, scatter shot all over the place. Yes. Okay. Next year, LeBron James will be playing for Cleveland Cavaliers. Next year, Kawhi Leonard will be playing for San Antonio Spurs. I disagree with you strongly on both I kind counts. of disagree with myself on that one. Yeah. Um, that was more of a hopeful pick. LeBron. <laughs> Also is a little bit of a hopeful pick. I feel like LeBron is maybe like twenty eighty that he's staying, and Kawhi is like ten ninety that he's staying. <laughs> so I'm probably really wrong in both of those. See, I feel like um, I feel like to me it seems like there's a slightly better chance that uh, Kawhi stays. Oh, okay. But what do I know? Um, so LeBron, I guess the answer would be probably the Sixers. Okay. Interesting. Um, which of us is going to like the Uncle Drew movie more? You. You think so? No, I don't know. I just I, feel like I hope I mean, so. <laughs> I hope so too. I mean, no, I mean, you know, Kyrie's your guy. You know, uh huh. It's true. So that's kind of where I was going, but I don't know. I do feel like I'm really going to like it. What if we tie? It could. Ha- that's a, that's a acceptable answer. Yeah. Like I you're mean, such an outside the box thinker. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uncle Drew. Which one's better? Uncle Drew. What we think Uncle Drew is going to be right now or Citizen Kane. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm prepared to say Uncle Drew. A friend of mine just saw uh, Citizen Kane for the first time. Holds up pretty well. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a really, really great film that is yeah. uh, a lot of old films. They're, uh, the pacing and the story logic are all, are so alien because uh, c- cinema has evolved yeah, so much. Yeah, it takes but some getting used to. Citizen Kane actually is, I think, a very, very watchable film, even by, you know, if you hadn't seen a lot of older movies, I think if you put on Citizen Kane and watched it, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, because it was so ahead of its time, and it really created a lot of a lot of modern cinematic language. I, I think that it, it sort of gets called the best movie of all time just by default at this point, uh-huh. which I think is a little bit whatever, but... Again, I don't really have an interest in that debate, just like with basketball, so I think it's fine, but it's just a great movie. It's kind of like the Bill Russell greatest movie of all time. Like, Yeah, it's contextual. Like, at the time, there was just nothing like it. And it's yeah, like totally. Years Without a doubt. For, for movies to catch up. Um, which team doubt. that didn't make the playoffs this year is going to make the playoffs next year? Mm, so you got to factor in some things here because if the Lakers get any of these free agents, then it's undoubtedly the Lakers. Yeah, this one's a thinker for sure. But let me, I'm going to quickly just jump over to the uh, the standings Go for from it. this year so I can just kind of re-familiarize with myself with who. I mean, hmm. I'm going to say the Knicks. Interesting. Well, Kristaps was injured. Uh-huh. He's coming back. East isn't that great. They have another high draft pick. They're just such a cursed franchise, but maybe you're right. I know. I mean, I don't think they're going to, like, do anything. I just think they'll be, like, the seventh or eighth seed. Okay. But, okay. I mean, who do you th- I mean, who do, well, who do you think? Sacramento, uh, for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Oh, the Grizzlies, maybe. The Grizzlies are a good candidate. Uh, that's actually a good one. I, I, I like that one. Yeah. Maybe Detroit. Maybe Detroit. They got a better coach. 
Yeah, who'd they get again? Uh, Dwayne Casey. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I, th- I think Detroit probably makes the playoffs this year. All right, which yeah. team that made the playoffs this year will not make it next year? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess for someone to rise, someone has to fall. Yep. <sighs> I'm going to say Oklahoma City. Wow. I mean, I guess it really depends on whether um, Paul George sticks around, right? Yeah, which he's not going to. You don't think so? You think he's out? I th- I think I think he's as I mean, good as I gone. would leave if, he, if I was him, but you know, I hate that franchise. Uh, the that's the only franchise that I actually hate. Um, I think that's true. Uh, wow, yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard, right? Like, I mean, you could see you could make a case for all of these teams being in the playoffs again next year. I, the Pelicans might not make it. It really depends on whether or not um, Anthony, uh, not Anthony, Demar, uh, De. Demarcus, Demarcus Cousins is uh, is comes back. What what state he comes back in? Because I mean, it took like AD over the last part of the season, just like you know, a superhuman effort to get them to the playoffs. And I don't think he could do that for the entire season, but maybe he could. I think they. I think it's a pretty hard path for them. Um, I think San Antonio could be in some trouble depending on who it really depends plays for them yeah they're i'm with so much stuff up in the air it's really hard to say i mean people yeah. are saying dame lillard might not be in portland this year what yes yeah, there's rumors swirling around what yeah i don't like those rumors i'm just gonna, I'm gonna go on record and say i don't although I, I have said this before and i and i it's not any slight to to, to damian lillard who i adore but if i had to pick between him and cj mccollum i think i would go cj mccollum based on age or do you just think he's a better based on age I don't know, man. Under, undersized shooting guards. Um, yeah, but they're both undersized. I know, but I don't know why, but I feel like an undersized shooting guard is like a real Worse than an undersized point In guard. the modern NBA, I feel like in that position, you want guys that can switch. Yeah, that's true. And he can't even Someone really wrote guard. an article on Blazers uh, SB Nation. Damian Lillard, ideal candidate for LeBron's next super team, which I agree. He would be the perfect, like, Kyrie Irving substitute. Yeah, that would be something, man. That would be something. Yeah. Oh, um, that would be hard for me because I love Dame Lillard. And it would, yeah, me too. It would be hard to root against him. Man, but... Paul George, Dame Lillard, and LeBron would make a really nice core. Yeah, if that was in the Western Conference, I'm and all if for they it. Went to, if, they went to Port, if they went to Portland, I would be... LeBron's not... Listen, LeBron's there is a... Let, let me be clear here. There is a negative percent chance <laughs> that LeBron's going to Portland. But, oh, my God, that would be amazing. I would I would probably move to Portland. <laughs> like, Portland's a great city. That'd be a lot of fun. I, Portland's a lovely city. You could come visit. I would. I need to go up there and see my brother. It's been uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, and I I still haven't really met your brother. I mean, I met him, but I haven't really like gotten to know him. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you guys are good. I was just saying we could go to Portland. That would kind of be nice. But whatever. You're, I don't know why you're bullying me. I'd like to go. Uh, I'd like to go catch a game there sometime. Yeah, that's what we should do. We, we should, should go. Do that. We need to go. You know what we need to do is we need to go to a Kings game. Yep. And we need to go to a Trailblazers game, and we need to go to a Clippers game. For sure. Yeah, I'd love to go to a game in LA. Right. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, we to. could even go to a Jazz game. Yeah, that'd be great. Too. These are all places you know close enough. <laughs> By the um, way, are we? Are we? Let's put this on the podcast. We're still planning on trying to go to summer league, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to my boss this week. Um, okay. It's going to be a little tricky because we're actually like losing all these people right now so it really depends um well if we can we should and if we can't we can't 
we can't, no big deal. The Celtics aren't even in it this year. I know. What a weird... Are they going to Vegas? They are going to be in Vegas, yeah. We could go to Vegas. Eh. If you want to meet Zach Lowe and be the fanboy that you are in your heart. Uh, I'm just more of a Salt Lake City guy than a Vegas guy. (laughs) I mean, I don't like Vegas at all. No, I don't like Vegas at all. Yeah. I get it. Um... Um, so we actually haven't had a podcast since the finals officially ended. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Shall we post-mortem it? Oh, wait, do you have any other questions? Yeah, um, do you have any other questions? Because they're going to be way more interesting than talking about the finals. Who is going to be the cover athlete of NBA Live 19? We already know that NBA 2K19 is LeBron. Okay, because otherwise it would be LeBron. Yeah. Uh, hmm. KD? Yeah, maybe. Steph Curry? I feel like Steph is a little on the nose. Yeah, I agree. Who would be like a good wild horse? Let's say they want to go like next big thing because LeBron's the current big thing. Do you go like ben Jason Simmons, Tatum? Donov- Ooh, Donovan Mitchell. That would be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, Warriors won. We talked really? about the first three games. Uh, game four sucked. It was yeah. so boring. Uh, Even the trophy presentation was boring. Yeah, the 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 Warriors didn't really seem all that excited. They were just kind of like, yeah. No, they seemed kind of like at business. I mean, some of them were excited, right? The, fir- the all the first. Sure, players. Nick Young was very excited. Nick Young was delightfully excited, but it was like it just seemed like you know they were like, well, we didn't fail. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're playing, when when the expectation is that overwhelming that you're going to win, it almost just I probably was more of a relief than anything else. When the only adversity like, you had to o- overcome was your lethargy. Was your own self. Yeah, yeah it's that's, like that's pretty. You, you don't want to spend the whole summer hearing about how you failed. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Everything else is like it's not. They didn't climb the mountaintop. They, you know, they've been living on the mountaintop. <laughs> you know, I um, thought it was interesting in today's low Beck thing. Zach Lowe said that no matter what the league will tell you. Uh, they really do not like the fact that Kevin Durant went to the Warriors and wish he would leave this summer. Yeah, I believe it. Me too. Yeah. It's bad for the league. It's terrible for the league, and it's terrible for us. Um, it is. I think we're really the biggest victims. <laughs> we really are. If uh, <laughs> if you had to pick between uh, the Warriors as they are currently constituted, constituted, assuming that no one leaves, yeah. um, versus the entire rest of the NBA. Just an all-star team? Oh, no, no. I'm just saying, like, do you think the Warriors win the finals again next year? If you if you bet... Oh, you, you know, I'm taking the Warriors over the field? Yeah. I actually don't think the Warriors are going to win next year unless... It really depends. I mean, if they brought back... Okay, so if they brought back exactly the same team, mm-hmm. I think they would not win. Uh, but I think they might win because I think what they're going to do, and this is what uh, I think Steve Kerr said on the low post, is that they're going to try to get a bunch of younger guys. Yeah. And I think that's going to give them the kind of energy they need. But if the same team comes back for year five and they're just even more on the trajectory they were on this year, I don't know. I think Houston or whatever team LeBron's on or whatever could definitely beat them. I, I don't think that it's as much of an in- inevitability next year just because they don't look like they care. Yeah, but if they get infused with a bunch of enthusiasm, um, if they have people who are out there bouncing around trying to, you know, step it up, and then the young guys kind of feed off the old guys, and the old guys kind of feed off the young guys, then I think they'll run away with it in a romp and actually be even better than this year's team. So it really depends on what they do. Have you ever seen in, the video of uh, Michael Jordan right after he won his sixth championship? 
I'm not sure which what what to what you're referring. Uh, there's like a video of him, and he's got the trophy, and he's crying, and he's like, he's almost incoherently like muttering. He's so overcome with joy. It's like as long as we're together, they can't beat us, you know. And he's he's so happy and exuberant, and you'd think he'd just won his first title, you know. It's just funny because I th- I yeah. kept thinking of that, and then you think of that that just like the way the Warriors were like, oh, that was nice. Do you think that even the Warriors, although they would never say this, kind of wish Durant wasn't there? Like, not that they don't like him, but that it's just made it boring? You know, I think Tracy McGrady put it really well, and I wish I had the direct quote in front of me. But uh, but I think they do realize, like, that they've kind of, like, they've sort of gamed the system a little bit. And it's like when you—you you remember those game genies that used to be able to put on Nintendo games? Oh, yeah. And you could use them to Mario be games, Trump but then so it was— high. What's that? I used to make Mario jump so high. <laughs> you could use that to beat difficult games, but you never really felt that good. It was just sort of like, oh, okay, now I've seen what the ending is. But there's no there's no challenge, you know? And um, I, I think these guys on this team feel this way a, a little bit. I think it's kind of like, oh, you know, they when they won that first title, they, they you know, they They'd battled accomplished for something. it. Yeah, they really did. And... Uh, and they're just not that team anymore, you know? They're just no. so, so stacked. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know per se that they would want to change anything, but I think also, like, I think the, the satisfaction that they get out of what they're accomplishing is is pretty hollow. But Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like, obviously, you're not going to give that up. Yeah. Right? That would make no sense. And they're, you know, they're businessmen, you know, and this is good for them. This is good for their brands. Um, yeah, yeah I, totally. I, I think all that stuff they're probably just fine. But with. it's got to be less satisfying. I mean, I, just to not have, have a rival. Imagine, yeah, you just want someone to bring out the best in you, and no one did. No, you know, they no. they they barely brought out the best in themselves. <laughs> so, like, I, I just think it's, it, it, yeah, I think it would be less. I mean, you know, I bet if you ask uh, Curry, you know five years from now, which championship was the sweetest? I mean, I think he'd say the first one. Unless, you know, like if, let's say KG, KG, let's say KD goes to the Knicks, like some people think he will, and then uh, the Warriors, sort of an aging Warriors, somehow won one last one with like, you know, a, fran- a fraction of the talent. Uh-huh. I think they, that would be their favorite. Anyone who thinks that KD is not going to resign with the Warriors this year is nuts. Oh, no, he's going to resign this year. It's, yeah. it's mo- I think people think in two years. That'd be so great. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, and I hope he goes to the Knicks. Like, I would love to see the Knicks uh, get KD and, and still mm. fail. Mm. <laughs> and still fail. That. Hey, are you going to be in town on July 20th? Uh, let me take a quick look-see. I mean, probably, but let me look at my old calendar. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Why, oh, for your and your brother's uh, birthday? Yeah, you should get a ticket for my bloody Valentine. Is that what you're all doing on your? On your well, B-day? that's what I'm doing. I don't care what Martin does. What? Oh, we don't always have to celebrate it together. Is that true? Is yeah. it in Oakland? It is in Oakland. It's a Fox Theater. What? Okay, on the twentieth. Uh, whoa, not cheap. Uh, where where are your seats? I got general admission tickets. They don't seem to have that. Oh, GA. $95. Where are you buying your tickets? Ticketoffices.com. I don't know what that is. No, just get it through <laughs> Access, man. You're buying, like, uh, secondary market tickets. They're, they're only oh, 50 it's... bucks. 
ax.axs.com. Something like that. Uh, this is phenomenal <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcasting right now. People are riveted. Uh, I'd rather keep doing it. So listen to you search for things on the internet than talk about the worst. It's just so boring. It's so boring. It's yeah. so boring. If if anyone out there uh, cares <laughs> at all about the warriors, please like let us know. Probably a lot. I mean, probably a lot of our. Friends, I would love. Actually. I would love to talk with a rational person about this that actually is like pro warriors. You know, because obviously yeah. fans here are just like this is great. I don't know what your problem is. Um. There are a lot of people that just kind of say, oh, whatever. There are a lot of teams with a lot of good players. The Warriors are just, just one of one of those teams, you know, and it's like you can't really argue too much. It's like if 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 that's the way you see it, that's the way you see it. It's wrong. It's crazy, but, you know, um, whatever. And then you have, like, people like, you know, like Bill Simmons has been doing this whole thing on his podcast, like mocking the people who are upset about Durant being on the Warriors as if it's, like, an old story. And people just need to get over it. And it's like, screw you, Bill Simmons. Like, I know you're best friends with Kevin Durant, but, like, it's it still is ruining basketball, you know? It's not like it's not like something that happened in this past. We're still, we're still uh, uh, facing the consequences of this decision, and it still sucks. And, like, people are allowed to not like it. it yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. I agree. It's like, oh, all these people that are complaining about Durant just need to get over it. They're all like, eh, Kevin Durant. And it's like, what are you talking about, Bill Simmons? Oh, oh, I just hate the Warriors. I hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I completely agree with you. I I I I don't. I really don't get it. Okay, so with an eleven dollars service fee, it's sixty dollars and fifty five cents, and it's from Ticketmaster dot com, which is what the Fox Theater is linking me to. It's my bloody Valentine, dude. If you want to come for my birthday, it'd be great to have you. If you don't, because you think that's a little too expensive, I totally understand. No, it's fine. I'm going I'm 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 to do it. It'll be our third concert. It's true. Yeah. That is very, very true. And it's a good one. I mean, I you know, they were an extremely important band to me at one point in my life, and I've never seen them. So isn't that a them, or is it really a him at this point? Um, I think Kevin Shields is definitely sort of like the Frank Zappa to the rest of the band's Mothers of Invention, but right, yeah, but they they have other members, like, right? But I don't think it's like ridiculous to say that it's really all about like because if they if Kevin Shields was not there, I would not go see My Bloody Valentine. Sure, yeah, yeah. If, if they, any other member, if was they put out an album and it was like the rest of the band without Kevin Shields, it would more be. charges, man. I, it's not it's not too much, but man, like they really want to get you, don't they? Well, don't insure your ticket. No, no, this is just for the um, fees. They just add another fee near the end. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I'm just saying, for those of you who don't live in the U.S., which is probably zero of you, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a scam. Everything's All of this a, stuff scam, is a scam, man. They should have to, I'm just saying they should have to say up front what things cost, right? Ticketmaster has been like one of the shadiest companies out there for like <laughs> your entire, entire life. Our entire lives, yeah. You cranky old man. <laughs> it's the corner I'm living on this week. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, uh, that Dwight Howard came out? Uh, I think he was on the jump, and he he was talking about the the day that he got uh, 
surprised that uh, oh, uh, yeah. Sam Van Gundy sent him up at that interview. He said it was yeah. the worst day of his life. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a really good life, by the way, if that's yeah. the worst day of your life, is that you were had an awkward moment <laughs> about something you did. Which he still claims he didn't do, right? He's so full of crap. I, he's... He's not one of my favesies. Yeah. I'll say that. He's, uh, I've never really enjoyed his game. Or oh, I, you know, when he was at the peak of his powers, I thought he was pretty fun to watch. Except for really? when he, they'd start hacking him. That was pretty excruciating. the hell is a card identification number? It's that three-digit number on the back of your card. Yeah, they're telling me it's the wrong one. Well, and it's not the wrong one. I don't know what to tell you. I guess you can't come to the show. <laughs> I guess I can't. Uh, what the what the f d f f? You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I have some other detail wrong. This is again riveting radio, guys. We don't have much to talk about. Like this is <laughs> this is like, again. This is kind of like the wilderness. Uh, should we do like a movie for next week? Uh, probably. Given what we're just what we put the what the fans have just had to sit through. What movie? Do you, what movie should we watch for next week? Well, I thought so. You can be the if you want to pick one. I'm I'm happy to have you pick one. Or or, or we could just do Eddie. I'd love to do Eddie. Let's do Eddie. Okay. First, movie club, uh, basketball summer movie club uh, film is going to be Eddie. If anyone wants to uh, watch it uh, to prepare and and not be spoiled by our discussion, please do it. We we will be spoiling the film in the podcast because it's oh yeah twenty five years old old ass movie, and just deal with the fact that we're going to spoil it. I got that so, movie as a gift uh, by someone I lived with in my last apartment. Really? He was so, so proud. It? Yeah, I own it. Oh, I have it on DVD. He was so proud. He's like, hey. He's like, I know you like basketball. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, speaking of that, uh, should we establish any kind of... Um, how should I put this? Should we have a, an agenda? Like... Here's one. Here's one. Should we watch these basketball movies with some maybe question or questions in mind? For Interesting. example, Interesting. Uh, how do these movies? How accurately do we feel like these movies portray the NBA and basketball? Uh-huh. Or basketball and not the NBA if it's like Hoosiers or something. Um, or do we feel like the movie advanced the cause of people loving the sport of basketball, or did it hinder the cause, or did it was it neutral? Like, should we have questions? I like this a lot. I think we should come up with a list uh, before we record next week, and then right. apply and that then fill out to privately. all these films that we watch, and then use it yeah over and over again so we can yeah. have some kind of some consistency. That's a really yeah. good idea, Art. Hey, thanks, buddy. It's the first thing you've said today that hasn't been super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> And for all of you who waited around for uh, almost an hour, you're welcome. <laughs> did you uh, did you manage to secure a ticket? Yes, I, I have bought a ticket. Hey, everything's working out here at the end. Yeah, everything's coming up, Herb. Cool. Well, hopefully yeah. there's some good stories next week. Um, but if not, we're going to provide you with hot basketball movie content. Yeah. We're either going to talk about Eddie for 20 minutes or we'll talk about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. We may have a lot to say about Eddie. We don't it's, know. It's got Rick Fox. Oh, man. It's got uh, Dennis Farina. Yeah. This is it's getting got, better and better. I forget who plays the owner of the Knicks. I want to say it's like, uh, what is that actor's name? 
I don't know. He's like he plays like old guys in tons of movies, or he used I to. I can't wait for generic old guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great, fantastic. Right well, I hope that the rest of your night goes well. I, I think it will. I plan on sleeping. You're just gonna go right to bed right now? No, but soon. Cool. I'm just gonna watch some more f- of the Flash because the new oh, season the, is the on TV Netflix. show. People like yeah. that. Yeah, it's really corny and dumb, but I enjoy it. I am currently obsessed with uh, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah, you've mentioned to me that you really like that show. It's so Um, good. Great. I'm glad that you like it. Did you watch the uh, Between Two Ferns with Seinfeld? Uh, No. It's uh, kind of what you would expect. There's one funny line in it where uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis is talking to Jerry Seinfeld, and he's he's like, you've got comedians in cars getting coffee. James Corden has a carpool karaoke. He's like, what's next in unfunny car-based comedy? <laughs> so there's an episode of the show with uh, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. Uh-huh. And it's, it's excellent, as you might expect. And uh, I'm Mel actually Brooks not and... a huge fan of Mel Brooks, but... Oh, that's disappointing. Sorry. Uh, you know what? Then I'm just, I won't even tell you the joke. No, please tell me. Please. Uh, so, well, you're not going to find it funny. This, the point of it was I don't think you're going to find it funny. Uh, but I find it hilarious. Okay. Uh, and the joke is that Mel Brooks is like, you know, guy gets hit by a car, a little Jewish guy. And his friend runs over and is like, you know, someone, someone give me a pillow. Let's, you know, we'll put it under his head. And, and they, they prop him up and he says, oh, man, are, 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 you, are you comfortable? And, and the man says, hmm, I make a living. <laughs> I, I feel like we should say for any listeners that don't know that Arik is Jewish. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. That's pretty good. I love that joke. Yeah. I feel like that joke is perfect. And uh, I don't know. It made me laugh for like a good minute when I, when I first heard it. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, I'm a big Mel Brooks fan, and my wife has never seen any of his movies, so we're going to change that very, very soon. She hasn't seen Robin Hood, Men in Heights? She grew up in a foreign land. And uh, What's your favorite Mel Brooks movie? History of the World Part 1. Interesting. Um, but I like all of them, and we're going to start with, with that all one. All of I them. I think we're going to go... Every movie what? he's ever made you like. Uh, every movie he's ever made that I've seen, I like. You liked Dracula, Dead and Loving It. Didn't see it. Oh. Yeah. So I we're planning on watching uh, History of the World Part One, uh-huh. uh, uh, Young Frankenstein, uh-huh. uh, Blazing Saddles, uh-huh. uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, Spaceballs, obviously, and and then maybe The Producers. The Producers is the only film of his that I kind of enjoyed. I ridiculously love uh, History of the World Part One, uh, or at least I did. I haven't watched these movies in a really long time, but um, Men in Tights. And Spaceballs was, like, a staple of my childhood. So, uh, Yeah, my, even when to, I was a kid, man, everyone loved that movie. And I was just like, dude, what is funny about this? We used to go over to my cousin's house every Friday night, pretty much. Uh-huh. And we would, after dinner and after TGI Friday, uh, we would watch, we would start Spaceballs for whatever reason, like, every week. And we would just watch it until, and always at the beginning. And we would get to however long we got to before our parents were done saying goodnight, and then we would go home. Uh-huh. So I saw the first hour probably of Spaceballs like, you know, 200 times. But um, so I haven't watched it in probably 20 years. Well, I'm really so I'm looking it. forward to hearing how the uh, the rewatch of some of these goes. Plus, I doubt she's going to like any of them. 
She might. She might. <laughs> she might. <laughs> History of the World. It's just like I mean, History of the World Part One is so funny, but that um, one I probably I I don't even remember that one. Maybe I should rewatch that one. Oh, it's so good. Not for and the pod, though. Tights, there's I no mean, basketball. Dave Chappelle's first movie. Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah. I, Dave Chappelle's pretty funny in that. Carrie Elway's finally a, a Robin Hood can can speak with a British accent. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's some moments. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Blair know. Schwartz I mean, that's not even really considered to be one of his classics. No, uh, it's definitely not. I would say Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein are probably, and the producers are probably the classics. Yeah, the, I, I think Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein are considered his like best. Um, but I knowing think, what you know of my wife, I'm not sure the producers is for her. Yeah, probably not. Uh, history, <laughs> history of the World and Spaceballs, I don't think are considered as good, but they're also very beloved. And then it's right, and like, it, they're just personally beloved to me. Yeah, but I mean, but man, like uh, Young Frankenstein. I mean, Gene Wilder. Ooh, so bad. if you say so. Um, Wait, you don't like Gene Wilder? Hold on, hold on. Like outside of the context of Mel Brooks, you don't like Gene Wilder? He's fine. Have you seen Willy Wonka? Yeah, oh, sorry, dude. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I've seen that movie, and you don't love it? Not really. Oh, that is disappointing. I I liked the book a lot when I was a kid. The book's a great book, but. I mean, he's perfect in that movie. He's so great. And you don't like Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor, it's great. I'm disturbed. I love Richard Pryor. Okay. But mostly for his stand-up. I don't really think I like any of his movies. That, you don't... Oh, man. Okay. Well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> hey, you know it's all okay. It's all different right. strokes, you know, you like, man. You like what you like. You probably don't even like different strokes. Anyway, uh, I, I don't. I got a sophisticated sense of humor, buddy. Is that true? Um, probably not. Yeah, I don't think. I think we both know that's not accurate. But I do watch a lot of like British comedy. But you just went to riff tracks last night and loved it, and that's a good thing because it's funny. Yeah, I'm just saying the same person who loves who loves Kids in the Hall brain candy. Uh-huh. Which is, in my opinion, one of the greatest comedies ever made. It's a very funny movie. But is not in a position to poo-poo anyone's, you know, anything as lowbrow, you know. I don't think Mel Brooks is, Mel Brooks is lowbrow. I just don't find it funny. Like, comedy is, like, the most <sighs> subjective art yeah, form there is. Maybe it's you know? just not culturally for you. I don't know. Yeah, some, some things I just don't find funny, you know. They just don't connect, you know. Everyone loves The New Girl. I think it's the stupidest, most boring, annoying thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't love that show. Yeah. Um, I tried. I've tried. I've tried to like it because I, 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 you know, I was at one point taken by Zoe Deschanel <laughs> in my younger years, and uh, mm, I just don't like that show. It's just not very funny. I mean, it's the like, people are beautiful. Every one of sure. that show is beautiful. Sure. But if like, you it, if hmm? you want to watch the struggles of beautiful people. Trying to have sex with each other. Pretending that they're not beautiful. Yeah. It's not Um, great. (laughs) Do you remember when I sat you down and I made you watch an episode of 30 Rock? And you were like, I do. You know? To me, that show is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Right. But I think the problem with that was not 30 Rock. The problem was that you chose a completely random middle of the season episode that was only funny if you had already watched all of the show. I don't think that's true. I think the problem yeah, is that you, you wouldn't put your phone down the whole time you were watching the you episode. You don't think that's true. I didn't know who anyone was. There was no context. It was an episode about a very specific it's personality trait of a character that I knew nothing about. Oh, stop you, it. You chose poorly. You chose poorly. In when did I choose poorly? The only time I chose poorly was when I chose you as a friend. I knew I, I knew you were going to say that. 
I knew you were going to say that. You're so smart, Arik. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, uh, thanks for listening this week. I hope you all have a great uh, weekend and week, and we will talk to you next week about the movie Eddie. Or not. <laughs>